Welcome back, Smoking Joe's Driving Range. And this past weekend, the good Lord called a good man way too early. Mr. Bruce Liskey lost his battle with brain cancer and went to play golf in the Big 18 in the sky with the good Lord. And uh, to talk about his legacy, I went to a great golf guru, golf writer, Melanie Hauser. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mixed with Bruce. I mean, I'm kind of glad that his battle's over. Kind of like with Jared Lyle, who's also kind of getting ready to pass to the heavenly gates. Uh, but at the same time, I look back on what he did with golf, and it was fantastic. You know, Bruce was Bruce was unique. He was I, I was blessed to have known him my entire career. He's just a couple of years older than I am, and uh, he he's an amazing guy. Uh, just one of those people that uh, made you smile, made you laugh. Uh, made you shake your head just as to how good he was. Um, he he didn't have to pick up a club for months, and he'd go out and and shoot a great number or contend for for a tournament. He 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 just did life on his own um, his own way um, on his own terms, and uh, it, it's just amazing, you know. When I look back, I, I I don't just see the golfer. I see the man. I see the guy who didn't play in British Opens because he wanted to spend time with his family. Um, you know, it it's just he was kind of like Byron Nelson was. Although Byron quit at at age thirty four and and went off and you know bought his ranch and and pretty much retired then bruce did it at age 60 he was just like okay i've played enough champions golf i've played enough golf i just want to go be with my family and and he did and that's amazing when you stop and think about the drive that so many players have for so many years um it just that you could here's somebody who could walk away who was so talented but he just wanted to walk away and and do things on his terms let me share something with you i found this just totally amazing he played more than 500 pga tournaments between 75 and 2001 out of the 500 he was in the top 10 127 times with 19 runner-ups and 13 victories 127 tournaments in the top 10 yeah, no, he was, he was really, he was a talented guy. I, you know, everybody kind of was laughing that they were jealous of him, you know, that it was infuriating to, to see him not play for a while and then come out and do something like that, have a top 10. And, um, he was really that talented. But golf wasn't, for a while there, I have to say, in his early, early, early years, golf was really important. I mean, golf was the the driving focus. But then, when he met Rose, um, his wife, who happens to be the sister of of uh, Jerry Pate's wife, Susie, uh, they his whole life kind of changed, and his focus went more. You know, he softened quite a bit, and and became the guy that he he, he we all knew, um, and 
it was it, to me it's just amazing any anytime somebody can do that because you, you see so many people that are just so driven or so frustrated you know that was the other side of the coin um uh, they could you know the the players in the early days when he was coming out if you didn't top 10 the week before you had to go through qualifying um it was there was you know, it was a totally different world, and the, there would be guys that would get frustrated with their games and things like that. And, you know, here's Bruce just kind of going along and going, oh, okay, well, I'll play this week. Um, <laughs> it it, it, it kind of makes me laugh today to think about how good he was and um, how we kind of almost took it for granted. You know, he... Uh... I got to ask, was he the type of guy that no matter what, when he walked off the golf course and you went up to him, he sat there and says, yeah, let's sit down and take a minute? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We we talked all the time. And, um, you know, he was – he and Bill Rogers were, were roommates at, at U of H and, and close friends. And, you know, Bill walked away – uh, from the competitive side of the game, not long after winning the British Open, he just really got burned out, and um, they they remained close friends. Ben Crenshaw's in that group, Curtis Strange, Lenny Watkins, Jerry Pate. These are guys who, if you saw one, you saw the other, and they're all very similar. They all, you know, took the time. But but Bruce at the at the Ryder Cup in 1999, he was one of Ben's. Uh, vice captains as was bill rogers and i spent so much time talking to them that week it was it was just amazing you know they're they're kind of holding ben together um and uh bruce just always had time for you he made you laugh um i i was talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about the day that he he just suddenly told me that he'd found this uh vintage duster uh, car on eBay, and he'd gotten it to his house, and he was going to redo it. I mean, the, it wasn't golf necessarily. You just talked about everything. You talked about life. You talked about his cars. Um, you know, hey, how many how many bays do you have in your garage now? You know, because he was a collector of classic cars. So it was always about. It wasn't just about golf. It was about you know life. It was about other people. Um, and uh, he just always had time. I mean, he was great. I, I remember one year at uh, the Colonial, I, gosh, it was the early 80s, he and Ben were paired together and uh, in the final round. And it was like two good buddies going at it, you know, just having fun that afternoon. Bruce won the tournament. But it was just an amazing thing to walk around with those two guys and listen to them banner and having fun. And here they are going for – I mean, they were they were the guys going for the golf tournament. Oh, it would be fun to walk in your shoes, Melanie. Let me ask you, let's, let's, <laughs> let's switch gears here a little bit. The legacy of Bruce Litsky, thank you for that. He's such a great man. Let's switch gears. We're coming off a very, very exciting British Open. We're up at the Firestone, which is going to be a great weekend because it's the last time they're there. Tiger's going for his ninth win at the tournament. And then we're heading into a PGA Championship next week up in St. Louis, which a lot of people forget that's where they were supposed to have played in 2001. Right. And so there's a a lot of emotions going through all this. But one of the little neat things that's happening is we're seeing Tiger of old. What's your thoughts on Tiger and where he's at with his game right now? 
Okay. First of all, I don't think we're seeing Tiger of old. I think we're seeing Tiger, the new Tiger. Um, When we start trying to place expectations from the old Tiger on this Tiger, we're going to get in trouble. What we're looking at is a guy who has finally figured it out again and who is playing at an incredible level. Um, and I would love to see him win. I, You know, I, like everybody else, I'm watching the Open, and I'm sitting there going, wow, this really is going to evolve into, you know, Tiger versus Spieth. It, you know, at that one point, it, kind of mid-round, and and he hung in there until you just get bet you know you get bet bounces at at open championships it's not about the precision that you have to hit shots on the PGA tour it's about which hump took your ball which way on the fairway at at a at a links course it it just it's unpredictable and um so I think it's it's just an excitement of seeing him play well again, seeing him contend again. We're not going to see a guy that's going to take off and do what Tiger did in the 2000s, or early 2000s. We're not going to see that again. But what we're going to see is a guy who's going to be able to come up and play consistently well at certain golf courses and in certain tournaments. And that's going to be exciting in and of itself. We're just not going to see a guy that's – you know, up by up by ten going into the final round, and everybody's shaking their head like the, it was at Pebble Beach that year at the U.S. Open. I don't think we're going to see that Tiger, but we're seeing a guy who's figured it out and who's, you know, he he doesn't drive the needle. He is the needle on TV. If he's in contention, I mean, there you go. It's it's right there, and um, I think it's exciting. I think it's fun. I think these younger kids are going to have fun competing against him because they really haven't had a chance to. Oh. The Thies, the, the, the Justin Thomases, the, you know, the Dustin Johnsons, guys like that, they haven't really had a chance to go head-to-head with him. And he was the guy that they had his poster on their walls. He was the guy that got them really fired up about golf. And I totally Absolutely. agree. And I, you know what? I'm with you. I like the new Tiger. I like the fact that he's smiling on the golf course. I like the fact that he's talking to people. I like the fact that he's, you know, giving high fives as he walks through the crowd. I think it's a fresh new Tiger, and I think it's nothing but good for the game. Yeah, he's much more at peace with himself. He was always, even though, even to those of us who knew him well or who know him well, um, you know, back in the day when he was playing well, there was still as as easy as he could be with you joking or this or that. There was still this guarded side of him. There was constantly a guarded side of him, and I think there's a little less guarded side now. You know, he's a little more at peace. He's in his 40s. Oh, my gosh. If you don't mellow by the time you're in your 40s, you're in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't care what you do. <laughs> you, you have to start taking life for, for what it is, and I think he is. And, and uh, I uh, I think he, he took the time to come back, um, which he pressed things before. And uh, I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be fun to watch. And, you know, if he does win, I, I just hope that people don't, you know, automatically say, oh, well, he's going to, you know, put on this incredible run because that might not happen. But it will, it will be interesting. Even if he doesn't win this week, if he plays well, he'll, he'll definitely, you know, be in the conversation at the PGA. No question. And that, that'll be exciting too. 
Melanie Hauser, as always, thank you so much. You're the best golf writer, golf guru in the world. Thank you so much oh, for coming Don't be on. so nice to me, but thank you for having me. <laughs> Go out and have a good weekend. Okay, you too. There you go. Melody Hauser right here on the Smoke and Joe's Driving Range. Great legacy to Bruce Litsky. Great insight to Tiger Woods. we got more coming up right after this break on Smoke and Joe's Driving Range right here on CBS Sports Radio 650 AM.